I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's like that. You know what's like that? I got a him. Now you never get the mic back. When I attack, there ain't an army that can strike back. So I react never calmly on a hype track. I set it off with my own rhyme because I'm ill as a conflict who kills for phone time. I'm max like the sets. I flex like sex in your stereo sets. Now as a catch wreck, I used to hustle. Now all I do is relax and strive. When I was young, I was a fan of the Jackson 5. I dropped jewels, wear jewels, hope to never run it with more kicks than a baby in a mother's stomach hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and it is tuesday mm-hmm. but no dim thrones today Mm-mm. uh for those uh who weren't listening live or whatever um patrice is held up with work stuff justin uh got to see a free screen of days of future past so um we're gonna just go ahead and uh Move it to tomorrow uh, at seven. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to get the whole crew together. Um, and actually, tomorrow uh, we can make it anytime we want because uh, we I don't have to do edges of shield cast anymore. So um, yeah, we we should be able to uh, figure it out. Stay tuned. Check the timeline. Check the Twitter and the Facebook and stuff. We'll keep you guys posted. Hopefully, uh, you're already following the podcast and on Spreecast. If you go in your upper left corner, there's a follow button. If you click that. It helps you out because you get an email alert whenever we schedule a show. Yep. And then you'll know when it says, hey, there's a new Dim Thrones episode scheduled uh, tomorrow at X time. Um, TheBlackoutTips.com is where you find the show. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, just search The Blackout Tips. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and we promise to read them on the show regardless of content. We appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that because um, – it, it moves the show up in the rankings on those different platforms. It keep keeps us in the uh, you know discussion, keeps us in the what's hot list, mm-hmm. and uh, helps more people find the show. Um, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. At bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's podcast is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com and make sure that you guys. Uh, you know, uh, put in a code TBGWT so you can get discounts 33% off. You also get free shipping and a lifetime guarantee. These are high quality earbuds. I've had mine for a few months now. I've shot hoops in them. I've done the treadmill in them. I've, you know, just sat around the house listening. They've never broken or shorted out, but I do like the peace of mind of knowing that, Hey, if my stuff does break, I can always send it back, Mm -hmm. you know, get a new pair. So make sure you guys, um, Check out that uh, high-quality audio uh, earbud deal because you got your, um, you know, you got your podcast you listen to, you got your radio shows, you got your gym stuff. Um, you always want to be protected, and this is a great way to protect your investment. Yes, it is. Um, so make sure you guys handle that at tweakedaudio.com, code TBGWT. Um, all right, lots of stuff happened besides Dim Thrones. Uh, so let's get into it. I was actually thinking about... Um, the movie Godzilla, and one of the reasons I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I came up with a new term the other day without thinking about it. Now, everybody knows my affinity for a certain genre of movie. I've written a manifesto on it. We've covered it on the show. We've named an episode after it. It's called The Impossible White Man Movie. Mm-hmm. Your Impossible White Man Movies are movies like Olympus Has Fallen. Die Hard. Die Hard. Rambo. Uh, Rambo, yes. Yeah, like... These movies where one man takes on the odds, 
kills everything and everyone survives all sorts of death thing death defying odds yep um should have died 30 you know 75 times yes you know does the impossible he doesn't have superpowers he doesn't have any there's no reason he can do this is just a white man just a regular day at work yeah he's just a it's a tired the older the better you know yes um and that that's one of the things i think people um you know really like from this show well what happens is a lot of you people get confused Okay, because there's elements of impossible white man stuff in different movies, but it's not all impossible white man movies, right? Nope. While Die Hard is an impossible white man movie, Taken is an impossible white man movie. Um, A movie like, um, say, Godzilla is not. Mm -mm. Uh, World War Z is not an impossible white man movie. Nope. Um, And you guys get so confused because you're like, well, he survived these odds. He did this, he did that, but, you know, he wasn't killing people. They weren't, he wasn't having shootouts with 47 people and all he had was a rock and a paper, and a rubber band. Yes. You know, like this, this is a, this, like you guys are getting confused and I understand why. Um, so it made me come up with a new genre of movie and a new type of character that I think you guys can understand. And now we can start categorizing it so you don't get so easily confused. Um, and what made me think of this is, Aaron, I mean, Aaron Taylor Johnson in uh, Godzilla is this character. Um, John Cusack has been this kind of character before. Matthew Broderick's been this kind of character before. Many, many, many actors have played this character before. And that is an improbable white man. Improbable. Not impossible. Improbable. The difference between improbable and impossible white man is a very thin difference, but the difference is this. If you're not killing people, if you're not busting one-liners after going in a room and shooting a bad guy right in his face and yeah, if you don't, turning towards the camera making a joke. Yes, if you don't go through walls, hit the ground, and shake it off like nothing ever happened. Right. Yeah, yeah, if you don't have that one scene where you fall and hit your back and lay there and you don't get a post-concussion syndrome or your back isn't broken. <laughs> But somehow you survive that while we know and in you real get up life. And shake it off. Yeah, we know in real life a person like like uh that like that like you can have these elements, but they're not impossible white man movies, right? Mm-hmm. Improbable white man is basically an impossible white man without the killing. Without the attitudes, okay. without the, the one liners, okay, no without jokes. Without the jokes. Like they're playing it serious. They're 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 not, you know, they're not walking into a room full of uh, swarthy looking bad dudes and killing 17 of them with hand to hand combat while there's 12 guns in the room and ah, not getting shot. No one gets a shot off or connects. No, this, that's not this. What we're talking about is like, um, when, when there's just a, a white man who just like has to get to his family, but it's, uh, I don't know, the day after tomorrow, right? So, so now all of a sudden he's surviving wolf attacks. And he, the, the frigid cold and the elements and a flood, he's outrunning a flood on foot and you know, shit like that where you're like that, like while you're watching it on TV, I know what you guys are thinking. Like that's, that's impossible. impossible. No, that's not what I want. No, that's not impossible. It's impossible if he's doing that while a group of terrorists are shooting at him. Now that's impossible. Yes. But him surviving that is just improbable. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's, it's not the same. And to me, uh, I prefer impossible because it's funnier. 
It's more witty, mm-hmm. more one-liners. Most of them are just pure action. Yeah, I just don't want people to get confused. Okay, I don't care what you prefer. I just I'm tired of people getting confused. Yeah. Right. I just watched World War Z. That's an impossible white man, ain't it? Did he mm-hmm. kill anybody? No. no. Well, then he's not fucking impossible at all, is he? Just because you survive a plane crash does not make you an impossible white man. Mm-mm. Makes you an improbable white man. And if you're fueled, if you're fueled, fueled by something as, as simple as, hey, I just want to get home to my family, that's even better. You know, something like that. Oh, I'm just trying to find a cure for this disease that my daughter has. That That's an improbable white man. Okay, happens all the time in movies. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same. I just want people to recognize that we're talking about two different genres of movies. So, you know, let's, let's try to calm down. Cause people were like, hell man, that's some possible white man stuff in this Godzilla. I'm like, not really. I watched that whole movie. Just, I would have liked it if it was impossible white man. You throw Aaron, Aaron, uh, Taylor Johnson in there killing 75 people on his way back to his family. All of a sudden I'm in again, but we didn't get that. We got improbability. We got him outrunning buildings falling and shit. Okay. We got him, you know, in a, in a, in a car that crash. <laughs> we got him on a bridge with a train that crashes on top of him, but somehow doesn't hit him, you know, <laughs> and the train's on fire, you know, like that's what we're trying to get people to understand. So yeah, improbable white man. Um, so I need people to, you know, to start rolling with that, man. So if you don't see the, the, the killing and you don't see the, the, the mocking of the villains and the, and the, you know, the, the, those tropes that we talked about, um, then you got, then we gotta let it go. All right, guys. All right. Let's, uh, get into some articles because we got a ton of articles. Um, uh, no camera. Didn't see this. All right. Well, we got a ton of articles and stuff to get to, uh, cause a bunch of news happened, uh, today. Um, first things first, there was a, someone, <laughs> Someone watched a little too much Game of Thrones. A man demanded uh trial by combat. <laughs> trial by combat. Um what? A court has rejected ah. a sixty year old man's attempt to invoke the ancient ritual of trial by combat rather than pay a twenty five euro fine. Twenty five euros? Mm-hmm. That's all? That's it. I don't know what that is in Euros, but apparently it can't be that much. I feel like there's some shit I would do a trial by combat. Like, if the IRS came for Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when you do a trial by combat. It's like, you know what? Trial by combat. I'm trained in jujitsu, and I'm not paying this fucking money, so bring it on. But if it's just like $25, no trial by combat. I'll just pay the money. Mm-mm. It was a minor motoring offense. Leon Humphreys remained adamant yesterday that his right to fight a champion de- de- nominated by the driver and vehicle licensing agency. So the DMV gets to pick the fighter. Ah! <laughs> Just gonna pick, uh, we pick Gregor Kaglane Kug- or whatever. It was like, I'm just a dude in the AP department. Why am I out here? Yeah, we, we pick the mountain. Uh, you know what? The mountain um, of debt. I think I got the 25. Uh, was still valid. It was still valid under European human rights legislation. He said it would have been reasonable, a reasonable way to settle the matter. Magistrate sitting at Bury St. Edmonds on Friday had disagreed. And instead of accepting his offer to take on a clerk from Swansea, 
with samurai swords <gasps> gurkha knives or heavy hammers find him 200 euro with 100 dollars i mean 100 euro cost you end up paying fucking more so now it's 325 versus 25 Humphreys, an unemployed mechanic, was taken to court after refusing to pay the original 25-year-old fixed penalty for failing to notify the DVLA that his Suzuki motorcycle was off the road. After entering a not guilty plea, he threw down his unconventional challenge. Humphreys, from Bury St. Amos, said, I was willing to fight a champion put up by the DVLA, but I would have been, it would, but it would have been a fight to the death. So now somebody gotta die. Cause you don't wanna pay. $25. Do you know what that shit? That just is just a six some dogs on them. Fight these. Yeah, like, yeah, no weapons. You just, you kill these dogs and with uh, your you bare hands. Free. Yeah, just sick a bear on them or some shit. But yeah, combat that dog. Yeah, um, you know, it's 2014. You know what I mean? Not, not, not 20, uh, not, uh, 2014, uh, uh bc <laughs> yes it reminds me to put the dragons on them this actually reminds me um i was watching uh boondocks from last night this mm-hmm. morning and uh it was an episode about the freedom riders and it was actually pretty funny in my opinion kind of irreverent but funny you know um uh, but it made me think about something um because like i can't imagine this mind state at you know right now in 2014 but there was a period in time when people were so racist that they regular people not police not mm-hmm. not just that regular people uh-huh. were like i'm gonna take the day off work to beat up these black people trying to make sure black people get equal rights i believe that i'm just saying isn't it but i'm not asking if you believe it we know it happened there's 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 foot there's evidence of it there's 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 stuff on tape there's what, what, that, what i'm just saying did, the mentality did they call them like you know what? i'm taking me a nigga day you take a <laughs> nigga day yeah i'm taking a nigga day today <laughs> them black panthers down there you promised us we had 12 a year this is my one this month yeah uh it looks like these uh freedom rides are coming and uh i wouldn't let you off but um everybody's trying to take that day off so i'm gonna have to uh, ask you to come You're to work have to change that to tomorrow they're gonna be out there all week yeah like, you can't take Saturday? Well, they'll already be beaten up by Saturday. I want to get them yeah, when they're fresh. I know. I don't, I don't want to get them with a tide. I want them with some, with them, where they got some fight still in them. Yeah, they probably be in jail by Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I was just thinking, like, I can't even relate to that mentality. Like, um, that was only 60 years ago. That wasn't a very long. There are people alive. Yes. Who took a nigga day. Yes. And went downtown and threw bricks at buses and... Mm-hmm. And these weren't, it wasn't like, there's a thing that's crazy, right? Cause there's shit that I hate. There's people that I hate. I can't imagine doing this. If I found out the Klan was having a rally in downtown Charlotte, I just don't go downtown. I stay my ass away. And it's not cause I'm scared of the Klan, but it's like, well, that's inconvenient. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But my mind would never be like, now to get my bricks. And go downtown. Nothing but throw some, throw some, and I and I know hate that you. those people actually hate me, mm-hmm. and they hate progress, and they hate what I stand for, and they hate my skin. Blah blah blah. These were people that were just like, "Hey man, we would like to at least get a bathroom." 
you know what I'm like <laughs> hey is it okay if we get maybe your textbooks from last year or like some textbooks of our own that was it and these people were like i'm going to go beat these people down mm-hmm. and i said this on twitter today and you know a bunch of people retweeted and stuff because because you know i'm watching a cartoon but that's the only thing i could i couldn't stop thinking it was like shit this was it's funny but this is real this was yeah. real people were like i'm gonna go fuck these people um and i kept thinking to myself like well this one dude was like um well you know it wasn't um it was common for a lot of people to get lynched not just black people got lynched a lot of americans in the south uh did this as conformity and i said by americans do you mean white people come on now because i'm not talking about who got lynched i'm talking about who did the lynching for one Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't say all white people anytime I was talking, I said some white people mm-hmm. at first, but, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, it was weird. Cause it was like that weird, like, why are you trying to fact check, check me when I didn't say that shit? But also it was a white dude who, you know, I, I he was liberal. I, I guess he felt some kind of guilt about it or, you know, like I, I you know, didn't want to feel like, well, this is intrinsically a white thing. I don't necessarily think it's intrinsically no, only only white people no, could do this because some of them died for our rights too, and sometimes mm-hmm. people have a tendency to forget that. Yeah, exactly. There were white people on the Freedom Riders and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it was just more of a like we didn't need this. I was like, what does that add to my conversation? Because I'm not accusing white people of not participating in. It. I said some. It's just crazy to me. Some white people would do that. We just don't have the history of black people doing that. Nope. You know what I mean? We don't have a history in America. We've never been in a position. Oh, or, or since we have been in a position. Shut shit down. We've never done it. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, even if there was like a gay march through downtown and people go, white, black people are so homophobic. Black people don't go downtown and throw bricks at gay people. No, they don't. Like, it's just a complete, like, I don't know what, how that, how you get to that point that white people were at where they were like, some white people were like, I'm going to go as a citizen, assault another citizen because this is my right just because. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of people, uh, follow trends and customs. And it's just one of those things where it was acceptable. And as long as it was acceptable and you were not the, you were not in a position to be oppressed, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And something else that they don't say, it was a lot of, uh, back then it was a lot of poor white people too. And they would actually go into black people houses and take their shit because they were white and there was nothing you could do about it. So when you look at it, it's one of those things, like you were saying before, when you have people that are still alive, that can sit down and tell you stories. Yes, it is history, but it's not forgotten history. Yeah. If if I know a person that's alive who got the brick thrown at them, then mm-hmm. what happened to the people that threw the bricks? Yeah, that's right. You and, know what I mean? Are they, they're still voting. Republican. Yeah. They're still, they're still, you know, somewhere, uh, employing people possibly. They're they, still in positions of authority at this point now. They, they didn't disappear. Yeah. Um, they still exist. You know, when I have family members that were here in Charlotte when school and CMS got segregated, uh, for the, you know, when they combined schools and, the time I had, I had to fight and be afraid. I got family members that Lily would talk about, you know, how we, you know, people, you know, run and joke in the black community when people tell you a joke about, I used to walk 18 miles to school. Now, I know family members that literally walked that far to school. It's not, wouldn't a joke or wouldn't a game. That's what they did. And, you know, buses would ride by them and the, the children would throw shit at them and spit on them and shit like that. 
you know, people are still alive to tell you these stories. And guess what? Those just like my family members got older, those people got older too. And guess mm-hmm. what? They still around also. Yeah, it's just very weird. Just I don't know. It's like I mean, and and honestly, man, props to the progress of this country. I know people are always yes. shitting on this country, but sixty years ain't a long time mm-hmm. to even come this far. You know what I mean? I think there's still a lot of work to be done and all that, but that's a hell of a, a lot of progress in a short period of time in people's lifetime that they get to see that. You know what I mean? Um, it's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also the, on speaking of Twitter shit, um, uh, there, this lady I follow, I don't, you know, I was just thinking, I don't know all the rules for this, so I'm just not even gonna say her Twitter name, but everybody knows her, uh, cause she's like, you know, really has a lot of followers for her cooking and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she had a baby, and her baby's adorable, and everybody's mm-hmm. been gushing all over her baby. She's taking pictures and posting the baby and all this stuff. Well, apparently, I don't know why, but people are taking her baby, her baby's picture and posting it places. And like making it a meme and shit. Like one of them was like, don't make me grow up racist or something like that. And, um, is like, I don't even know why you would do that. Wow. Uh, she got into it with someone on Twitter and they started talking shit about her baby and how it was ugly and all this shit, which is, or sickly or something. Like just, you know, one of those things where you're like, wow, people do like that is a level of just, uh, being uncivil that it's just so ridiculous you know so one one i guess um pretty popular or i don't know had a lot of followers on twitter blog was about getting the president reelected in 2016 or not reelected but getting democrats elected in 2016 and obviously this year 2014 um and getting people to come out to the polls mm-hmm and so they took this pic they took this meme of the baby that was like don't let me grow up to be racist blah 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 or whatever right and um she was like oh that's my child can you please take this picture down i didn't authorize it and i don't know who who did but please take it down and they were like well we got it from somewhere else and we're just using it on our blog and she was like, okay, can you please take it down? Yeah, because it's my Cause, baby. You know, I'm the mother and I'm asking. And, you know, I don't know the whole legal shit. It seems, but I just know it seems fucked up. You know what I mean? Like pretty much anytime somebody's like, hey, can you take this down? It's talking about me. And people go, and, fuck you because it's the internet and they just feel like it's wild, wild west out here. And that's why I say pretty soon there are going to be rules and regulations that have got to be handed down to make people act like they got goddamn sense. Yeah, so um it was funny because to me the easiest course of action at that point if you're this blog what would you do? Take it down. Right, cuz it's easy. It's easier than anything else. Less confrontation. Man, they didn't take it down. They started talking shit about black people need to vote and funny how black people can do this but they can't do, they can organize to do that but they can't organize to do blah blah blah. And it was like one of those things where they were doing all this like black shaming. It's like if black people would stick together, then we'll get a turnout, a unanimous turnout for the election in 2016. And like, what kind of 5% of crazy logic is this? Mm-hmm. And, um, they found out who the dude was behind the account that runs it. Mm-hmm. Like he had a prison record. They found his picture, his mugshot. People. 
people fed up with us if people want to find you they can find your ass it was really no joke like it was it was so crazy and so fast like i don't know people playing with fire like they she they had no idea that so many people liked her or who those people were that's right and all of a sudden you know so many people love her that they was like oh you fucking with her we're gonna find out who your ass is yeah it's like roland martin is fucking you know going in on you and shit and like it was just crazy how many people were like just take this shit down but um but the fact that they retaliated was the issue yeah and i think at the end of the day they still ended up having um uh i think they still you know having a picture banned on facebook but they said they took it down and then there was they they said they would apologize to the mother and they never did it was like this really weird shit but it you know it's like that fine line that we talk about on the internet where Mm -hmm. you post a picture and yeah it's yours yeah people shouldn't take it and morally it's fucked up but it's so easy to do that people are like fuck it i'm gonna do it yeah and and the laws on right now there's no laws technically and so because there's no written rules or regulations per se uh people just do what they want to do but it's gonna take a massive lawsuit from somebody very important for real rules and regulations to be handed down to be like hey y'all can't fucking do this and think that it's all right well you know what's crazy to me is i don't know where the line is that's true i I hate i hate to be that guy because i understand that what what happened to her was just is fucking creepy Mm -hmm. but the problem is i see people go make memes out of like the disapproving babies like i remember it was like all these old babies quote unquote was a huge thing on black twitter for a while when they were just posting pictures of people's babies going you know that baby look like it uh smoking a newport that baby look oh like it'll fix your car that baby look like this that and i was you know i was thinking like well isn't this wrong also like because that's somebody's child yeah but but it's like i i guess if the person doesn't complain or if we don't know the person or you know because i think a lot of people just kind of pick about what like if they know a person or if they approve of them or if they're friends then all of a sudden they care about you know their Something feelings more yes but most of the time i think people don't even give a fuck about someone's feelings or mm-hmm. any of that shit so it was just kind of weird to watch that unfold because you know tomorrow motherfuckers gonna be posting people's private pictures and shit and there's no big deal people gonna you know the donald sterling tape the elevator footage those are people's private moments we don't give a fuck because it's entertaining um but yeah it was just like this weird moment anyway speaking of weird moments on the internet apparently (laughs) we talked earlier uh, a few weeks ago about the uh moises uh what is this dude's last name um arius moses moises arius uh picture Mm -hmm. now some of you guys might not recognize when i say that because to you it's the willow smith picture but to me i see a 20 year old man in a bed with no shirt on and say that ain't your sister go put on a fucking shirt you know what i mean so um other people might see it and go, oh, what is that girl doing in the bed? And I'm just thinking, like, what is he doing? Like, come on, dude. It's not cool. Well, people made a big stink about it on Twitter. Uh, he posted it to Instagram, ended up taking it down. Um, the Los Angeles Department of Children and Family Services 
um according to uh some some gossip site radar online which you know can also be quite accurate at times um they uh they're investigating willow i mean will and uh will and will smith and jada pinkett smith <clears throat> so twitter got social services called on them That's all I can say about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were questioning their parenting skills. I remember Jada got asked about it, and she said it was no big deal. And here's the deal: there was nothing sexual about that picture or that situation. You guys are projecting your trash onto it. You're acting like covert pedophiles, and that's not cool. But unfortunately, the photo is now a big deal in the Los Angeles County Department of Child and Family Services, according to Radar Online. The department has officially opened an investigation into the incident. The investigation was formally opened last week and is being taken very seriously by the department. Will and Jada Pinkett Smith have been uh, extremely cooperative with officials. Of course, they aren't happy that their parenting skills are under scrutiny, but they understand. Yep. Uh, which is funny because, I mean, there's this one picture, but they're good. They seem to be good parents. Yes. Like we really have no evidence to the contrary no, uh, that you, they're good parents. And the thing about it, you just have a bunch of people out there that constantly, constantly have ragged them, ragged them, their parenting skill, ragged both of their children, ragged them because they dress weird, ragged them because they look different, ragged them because they're quote unquote not typical black children, ragged them because they don't raise their children the way that you approve of. Yeah. And like, they have been ragging them for years. Because they let their, their daughter wear clothes, like crazy clothes out, you know. So what? Your fucking children got some weird ass clothes that you won't, don't like either. Yeah. She just ain't a billionaire. But yeah, that's that's crazy. So it's also revealed that social workers will talk to Willow separately as well as Arius. This won't just be one or two visits with the family and it will likely be an open re- investigation for at least a month out of an abundance of caution. Will and Jada have not commented on the investigation. The thing is, they have so many resources compared to so many families. I'm sure there's a backlog of work that these social workers could be doing. Down at the DSS, come on. Because there always is. You know what I mean? Like they, I don't, I don't know cases. any social workers who 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 isn't behind on cases because no, there's so many cases of children. In, in bad situations. Hundreds and thousands of cases. And here we go with this shit where it's like, uh, we need to check this because they famous. We, like what a waste of resources. And the worst part about it, the people know people, children are being abused, but you don't give a fuck about them because they're not famous. Like what would y'all do? Take their kids away? You know what I mean? Like if you found out, uh, uh, that something was going on with uh Moises and and uh and, and Willow you, you would take the kids away from the parents do y'all realize how many um like parents right now probably how many 13 year old girls have a sexual relationship at some point um or their first time is with an older kid or mm-hmm. someone that the family trusts or something like that um that's not the parents. That's that's not their fault. No, one, they shouldn't go to jail. If anything, the person who violated the law should be the one going to jail. Yes. Now, if you wanted to say you wanted to open up a case looking into like some sort of uh, statutory rape or something, 
I would actually understand that more. Yes. Because there's a 20 year old boy in the bed with a little girl and he has no shirt on. I would actually understand the quote unquote suspicion there. But to be like these black parents and their kid taken away, what? Like it's still kind of putting it on uh, Willow and her family as the quote unquote culprits if anything did happen. So if something happens, it's their fault or their daughter's fault. But, you know, uh, apparently nothing nothing with this kid, right? Mm-mm. I don't know, man. It's just such a weird fucking story. But, yeah, Black Twitter got the cops called on them. So there you go. <laughs> Looks like we have more breaking news at Solange Gate. Day 10, I believe we're at day 10. Oh, shit. Uh, maybe day nine, I don't know. But we go to Solange Gate. Let's check out the latest news. Uh, the latest news apparently Jay Z spends quality time with Blue Ivy in New Orleans. And she got a new hairdo, y'all. Oh, she presses with that flower. Mm-hmm. And so. she's stuck in that thing like, why is y'all niggas around me? Mm hmm. But, uh, yep, she's hanging out with her daddy in New Orleans. And, um, they both making that face. Yes, that annoyed face. (laughs) That's, yeah. Like, that's one thing, man. With that face and that nose, that nose, there's no fucking way Jay-Z could have went to Beyonce like, that ain't my baby. Come on now, look, she look just like him. Her face is screwed up, sucking that pacifier like. The whole crowd on Maury would have been like, boo as soon as he was like that ain't my kid yeah she's sucking that thing like daddy daddy why 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 is all these cameras around mm-hmm. she <laughs> these hoes ain't loyal when am i getting back to my uh swagged out playpen yes but uh yeah why are so we down here with the normal people daddy he was spending time with his daughter in new orleans now what people that follow solange gate know is that we were just in new orleans so that they could have that that lunch together with solange and mama knows mm-hmm. so now we know that uh you know they're all hanging out and uh i was wondering where blue was because i didn't see her in the picture Mm-mm. but apparently there she is now i'm assuming they won't let the baby around solange and that's probably for her own safety yeah, because, you know, Blue kind of small, but the way her face, she's like, bitch, I'll fuck you. <laughs> you come over here and mess with me. I'll, come, I'll put my bodyguards on you. Yeah. She just walk around like, Daddy, who are these people using money to pay for things? We don't use money. We use black cards, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Daddy, why is that man's visa a different color than yours? I thought all visas was black. Mm-hmm. I thought all cars are black. Um... All right, so yeah, that's that Solange Gate day ten. Slow day is Solange news, okay? But we still will stay dedicated to the story until it's no longer a story, guys. Mm-hmm. A divorce cost a Russian oligarch four point five billion dollars. Mm. It's being called the most expensive divorce in the history of marriage ever. <laughs> Russia's Dmitry. Rybolovlev, Rybolovlev, Rybolovlev. Okay, cool. Rybolovlev, forty-seven, earned the dubious honor when Geneva, Switzerland's court of first instance, last week ordered the forty-seven-year-old billionaire to pay his wife Alina 
about four billion Swiss francs. That's a little more than four and a half billion dollars. Little being a relative term. The couple was married for 23 years. Mm. But have been engaged in divorce proceedings since 2008. Ribo Love left. Who owned? This just sounds like I'm making gibberish. Yes, but he's not. I promise. Robert Lovelove, who owns the French soccer team AS Monaco, which finished second in League One this season, is number 148 on the Forbes list of billionaires. He's only 148. He's estimated to be worth 8.8 billion. Mm, she got half of that, sir. Known lately for real estate moves, including the purchase of $300 million penthouse in Monaco and a $98 million Palm Beach, Florida mansion owned by Donald Trump, along with his daughter's purchase of an $88 million New York apartment and the Greek island of Scorpios. Wait, he just bought an island? Shit. Robert Lovelev made his original fortune in fertilizer, according to Forbes. He and his father, a scientist, started their business in 1990, and Robert Lovelove began buying shares of industrial enterprises in 1992. 1995, he was named chairman of the board of Ural Kali, Russia's top producer of potassium fertilizers. Uh, he sold his stake for $6.5 billion in 2010 and procured a controlling stake in the AS Monaco the following year. Um... Man, that's crazy because I don't see anything that she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it, but it don't goddamn matter. She getting all she she getting she, get, she getting her dime for all every every year they were married. <laughs> Just like fuck you, pay me, son. What did you do while I was busy doing? All, I took care of your kids, nigga. Now give me half. I know it's so. It, but I did. I be like, it don't matter what the fuck I did. I'm taking half your goddamn money. Should have hired a nanny. Your ass is gone. Uh, it's always funny when people get so upset over this because you know dudes know. all day. You see men all day like, oh, what did this bitch do to get the four and a half billion dollars? She, she married you, she fucked you, boy, your children. You know, people, and that's the thing: people undervalue women's worth. And for some reason, people act like when it comes to it, men's worth is all the fucking marriage, all of it. The woman's worth don't mean nothing. Don't mean a goddamn thing. I just. I just don't have sympathy because you know the rules going in. Come on now. So if you Sign do Sign a prenup if it's that important to you. If you do something to violate the, the laws of the marriage or a lot, most prenups have an infidelity clause. Yes, so they do. Most, it, most prenups, even if you are cheating, you lose half. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like, nope, prenup don't count. Um, so yeah, he lost half fucking around. It happens. But yeah, it's so, it's so funny cause guys always act like the money is theirs. Yeah, and and she didn't contribute nothing to it at all. No, no, no. I mean, not that. No, he if he wants to act like the money is his, I actually understand. Like he's he's going through a divorce. He's he's biased. You know what I mean? But I'm saying random niggas on Twitter who have never made four and a half thousand are sitting up here like, see, this what's wrong with these bitches getting four, getting half of four and a half billion. She don't deserve that shit. It's like you complaining because you made ten thousand and five thousand is a whole lot. That's not the same. Yeah, like I said, they don't have. It's it's like that gender war shit where people are just lining up to be like, I'm a man, so I'm with the man side. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, 
Well, you know, if, if, when it happens to say Sherry Shepard, I don't see these dudes going out there like, what did he do? He wasn't on TV. He wasn't on The View. Mm-mm. Like people, like, it's, it's just so funny to see people get so adamant. It's not going to affect you at all. At all. You won't get a dime of anybody's money. If he gets to keep the money, he's not going to take you out to the club with him and do guy shit. Like you're not his bro. So it's, it's just funny. Get mad and worked up for nothing. Yeah, divorce is a very personal thing between two people. I don't think they're following you on Twitter, you know? Yeah, I could give a fuck about you and your opinion. They just look at you and be like, nigga, you're broke ass. I don't care what you think. So yesterday I talked about Chipotle banning guns from the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's why. Apparently, um, they banned uh, guns because gun right advocates brought military-style assault rifles into one of their stores in Texas um uh <laughs> <laughs> oh what they plan on doing um to like show that um you know they that they need to um you know that that they need to to like have gun like for their advocacy for gun carrying in public why you choose chipotle um apparently it's because they had polite uh well I don't know why they chose Chipotle. The request which is not being described as an out out now ban, because it's just a request, like please don't bring your guns, came in a statement from the Denver-based company this afternoon. Recently, participants from an open carry demonstration in Texas brought guns, including military-style assault rifles, into our restaurants, causing many of our customers anxiety and discomfort. Yes. A statement from Chipotle reads, because of this, we are respectfully asking that our customers not bring guns into restaurants unless they are authorized law enforcement personnel. The burrito brick maker says it's generally it generally defers the local laws on most issues, but after a petition by moms demanding action for gun sense in America, the chain is growing more forceful of the issue. Here's the thing I don't understand my gun owners, cause like while I don't understand gun ownership to a certain extent and I'm not against it, a lot of times the thing that bothers me about gun owners is when they immediately hop on the side of it's my gun. I can go where the fuck I want. Like, calm down. I don't need you with a gun then. I need people with cooler heads prevailing. You know what I mean? I don't need the guy who just wants a gun so he can walk around strapped like Rambo or just wants a gun so he can go in Chipotle because they act like they don't understand why people feel uncomfortable around guns. All of us don't want to own guns, and also they take people's lives in the wrong situation and not everybody that owns a gun is being responsible 100 percent of the time it's the same reason you wouldn't want me to drive my fucking car around in the lobby of chipotle even though i have a license you'd be like uh keep that fucking car outside this is not a place that would it would not make me comfortable no matter how good a driver you are with you doing donuts in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> well, that is how people feel about these goddamn guns. There was a guy the other day at Walmart who owns a gun legally by permit. He had it on his waist. He was uh, in the checkout line, shot himself in the leg. I guess he proved his point. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, d- d- just understand that it might make other people nervous because shit like this happens sometimes and a mm-hmm. gun... Is a very permanent motherfucking thing. It's yes. a very, and, you and, know. And and I think the thing for me is that um, these people would 
when it comes to owning guns, I I don't I don't care about you owning guns. You have your right to own guns, but be responsible. And the thing about it is that there are a lot of responsible gun owners that follow the law, don't do this crazy shit, and are reasonable people. Mm-hmm. And those people get a bad rap from these motherfuckers because these are the motherfuckers that I'm frightened of and fear and scared. All I want to eat is, all I want to do is sit in Chipotle and eat my barbacoa burrito. I didn't ask for a side of a goddamn bullet upside my head because you want to come in there with assault rifles. It's it's a problem. Yeah, they didn't out and out ban it. Neither did Starbucks. But a lot of times you see gun owners get up in arms like these companies are the enemy. or Like, well, wait till you're getting robbed. I bet you wish somebody had a gun. Then it's like, no, I don't want to fucking shoot at in my restaurant. Yeah, I, this isn't Rambo, guys. I'd actually rather give up the cash and everybody be okay than uh, motherfuckers in line just start pulling out heat, too. And, and on top of that, what they fail to realize, when, even with police officers, do you know the very, very last thing they want to do is pull the goddamn gun out on you? Right. If they don't they're wanna, doing their job, they don't want to do that. Yeah, they don't want to have a Mexican standoff in a Mexican restaurant. Come on, now. It's too redundant. Tortillos, burritos, everywhere. Um, our boy is back, apparently. I sure can. I was sitting on my front porch, grabbed a beer, and fuck her right in the pussy. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right, Karen. The fucker right in the pussy guy is back. There was an oil spill covering the coal rain township. Uh, this guy came out with Johnny on the spot to be interviewed by the reporter, and this happened. Sitting on my front porch, grabbed a beer, and fuck her right in the pussy. Back I like how she's ah! like, <gasps> back to you. She tries, like, she, they moved the camera off of him and everything. Like, oh no, he got us again. So <laughs> good. Her can, I was sitting on my front porch, grabbed a beer, and fuck her right in the pussy. Back to- I sure can. I was sitting on my front porch, grabbed a beer, and fuck her right in the pussy. Back to- uh, do, 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 I sure can. I was sitting on my front porch. Do they not have this be- dude um, face posted that way? But like, do not put a fucking camera in his face, people. Well, he always wears a hoodie and shades, and he has this weird beard. It seems like if I was a news reporter, I would know this guy. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Get out of here, fucking right, the pussy guy. We're on the air. Not you, dude. No. And they were interviewing him, so they really didn't know. Yeah, I guarantee you somebody was not paying attention. Yeah, like he just, the fucking writing pussy guy is gold, man. That, but that is just amazing. He's like, cause I also like that he starts off answering her question. I sure can. I was sitting on my front porch, grabbed a beer, and fuck her right in the pussy. Back to, <laughs> back to you. She just did not know what to do. Like, oh no. Back to the newsroom. Back to the newsroom. All right. Back to you, Chuck. Back to you. Shit. It's too late. He already said fucking right in the pussy. This is not my fault. I don't want to lose my job. Right. That's a, that's basically not my fault. Not my fault. Not my fault, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, I was not in it with him. Okay. I'm, yes. Uh, apparently, uh, the fucking right in the pussy guy is. Fuck right in the pussy bandit strikes again. Mm-hmm. Got her far. Got her again, man. Uh, this is the one, uh, the original one, um, that we played on the show, uh, a long time ago. Uh, but he interrupted a reporter. He was, I don't even think he was being interviewed in this one. He it's just ran up. Very, very unusual. The three victims were part of a CXS. Fuck it right in the pussy. Ah! Oh my goodness. And obvi- <laughs> obviously somebody has interfered with Laura Ingalls live shot, grabbing her mic and running. We apologize for the profanity, which he also, uh, said on our air. 
Like that one was. He even, came out of nowhere. Yeah, like he ran up to say that. It's very, very unusual. The three victims were part of a CXS. Fucking right in the pussy. Oh my goodness! And obvious. The silence is so good. And in he that frightened one. the shit out of her because she was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, he did it again, dog. Fucking right in the man, pussy. And if that if that don't put an ABP, don't get this dude in your cameras um, and he always do it to women he don't do it to men men probably punch his ass out probably lose their goddamn job um now according to different sites they're saying that's just a hoax and uh they're not they're not real which you know maybe maybe they're not but it's real to me damn it it's real to me uh but, that but could, my thing is this, how, how can you fake that maybe that's just me uh, you're faking a news crew. You're faking stations. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot for a hoax. Well, Mediaite made an entire uh, video to say, to say stop sharing them because they're fake. It is going to be a big cleanup. It took crews longer than anticipated to find the crack in the 64-year-old pipeline. I'm standing here with Fred, who says he was greatly impacted by the gushing of oil. Can you tell us a little more of what you saw? I sure can. I was sitting on my front porch, grabbed a beer, and fuck her right in the pussy. Back. It's disgusting. Tonight, uh, warmer weather is on the way. So apparently, it's all fake. Uh, um, they they said uh, uh, the oil spill cryon seems uh, especially realistic. The pam- cameraman did a. Uh, professional grade pan from the street to the reporter who is carrying an official local 12 microphone and the shocked reactions of the reporter in the in-studio anchor seem authentic, except none of it is just really clever editing. Using our eyes to spot a LaCresta drive street sign and a white giant white castle board above the heads. We've been able to identify that the video was shot on the street corner in Florence, Kentucky. A wow, they did some research. A good thirty plus miles south of the Ohio township in question. Another point to consider: that particular oil spill happened late in March. So if this video is to be lead believed as authentic. Wouldn't some intrepid Reddit user have already made it famous by now? Why would it take this long to emerge to the internet? Oh, also, the station itself confirmed to Mediate that the woman on the air has nothing to do with WKRC, and that this is all one giant hoax. So there's that. But wait, there's more. YouTube iterations of this video boast with the F her right in the pussy guy is at it again, i.e. this crazy, funny, totally awesome viral local news clip has been done before, and here it is. And that's the train derailment. Um, it's pretty easy to spot how this one is fake. The reporter barely reacts when her microphone is stolen. And more importantly, the in-studio voice following the gaffe is that of Fox's Megyn Kelly. Oh, my goodness. Obviously, someone has interfered with Laurel Ingalls' live shot. She says, after the video shows someone who was 100% not Laurel Ingle getting interrupted by this hoodie clad annoyance. Also, WLWT is not, is an NBC station. So why the hell would Fox News ever use their talents of a rival uh-huh. news station for street reporting? Uh, the whole thing is moronic and the product of editing tricks. And yet both instances of this admittedly well executed hoax have gone viral. The most recent one even got some promotion from now this is new. Now this news um, at, on Twitter. Um, yeah, uh, I just think it's funny. I do too. 
so sounds like everybody's mad about the fucker writing the pussy dude getting finding out the secret to uh to uh Good getting, getting viral um but uh if he's tricking me i don't want it to stop i'm tricked then here's something i wish was a trick okay actor michael jace uh the shield uh tv show which karen i don't think you really watch but he's the black officer bald head tall dude and i think he was gay on the show okay. um he was arrested on suspicion of fatally shooting his wife during an argument oh, monday geez. night and detectives are looking into whether the couple's financial and marital difficulties played a role in the killing people are saying he killed his wife in front of his two children oh. after arguing over money Jace, who played a police officer in the F- hit FX t- uh, television series The Shield, was being held on $1 million bail and is suspected of shooting his wife multiple times in the couple's home in the quiet, modest Hyde Park neighborhood of Los Angeles. The couple's two sons, who are under the age of 10, were at home at the time of the shooting, although police aren't sure of whether they witnessed their parents fighting or the gunfire. The body of April Jace, 40, was found in the hallway of the home and a handgun believed to have been belonged to her husband was recovered. She came home and the kid with the kids and the dispute happened and the shooting happened. Jay spoke to a nine one one operator after the shooting, but it was unclear whether he called for help or the operator called the home. The actor was seen walking out of the home when officers arrived at eight thirty PM. He was detained and later arrested. We don't know if he came out of fear he was trying to get out of there. Uh Vin Lewin said detectives will review multiple nine one one calls that were replaced after the shooting to try to confirm what happened before Jace is firmly charged. Police had not responded to the couple's home reports of domestic violence, Vin Lewin said, but the actor had been under financial pressure in recent years. He declared for bankruptcy in 2011 had been delinquent on payments as recently as December. Uh, calls from the Associated Press seeking comment from Jace's agent and manager were not immediately returned. Jace, 51, is best known for his role as LAPD officer just Julian Lowe on the TV series The Shield. He also appeared on the show Southland and had small roles in the movies in movies like Planet of the Apes, Boogie Nights, and Forrest Gump. Ben Lewin said the couple's sons are now with the family. His wife has worked as a financial aid counselor in Biola, at Biola University, a private Christian school. Uh, April's radiant personality brought great energy to the financial aid office. Jeff Marsh, senior director of financial aid, wrote in a statement, her love for helping students and families and her great work ethic earned the respect and love of her coworkers. Her smiling face and helpful spirit will be missed by all. Uh, Michael Jace's uh, bankruptcy filings, which started in 2011, um, uh, listed deaths between 500000 and $1 million. Much of the debt appeared to be related to his home, with an additional 22000 owed in state and federal income taxes, more than 20000 of his tax delinquency was owed to the state of California for the year 2008. In a statement of his assets, Michael Jace checked off a box indicating he didn't own any firearms. There are no records of any criminal cases involving Michael Jace in Los Angeles. Jace had agreed to a payment plan in the bankruptcy filing, but November 2013 had fallen behind nearly $2,000. A trustee sought to dismiss the case over the late payments, but that petition was withdrawn on December 24, 2013. The Shield ended its seven-season run in 2008. Jace appeared in all but one episode, according to the Internet Movie Database, IMDb. Jace consistently found work but remained mostly a bit player. 
He's one of those people whose faces you recognize but don't know their names. Said veteran casting director Sheila Manning. He's a solid actor, nothing big. He was a working actor. Crazy, man. Mm. Never know what the fuck's going on in people's houses, man. Mm-mm. And I just, you know, I just remember him from uh, The Shield, but, you know, he had a beautiful wife, man. Black couple, you know. Um, TMZ is alleging that there was years of domestic violence and shit going on there, and it just wasn't being reported and stuff which made me think uh, and obviously that's all alleged nobody knows but it made me think back to what dl hewley said about don't mess up your money don't don't report it you greedy bitch you stupid broad and all this shit and i was like you know so many of these cases end up in death mm-hmm. when you don't use any recourses and then when that happens what do we do we blame the woman oh you stuck around with the fool knowing he was beating on you in front of your kids it's like well here's a person who you know uh possibly may have taken the advice of not fucking up the money and you know you end up dead on that shit sometimes so um i'm not saying that's what happened but just that can be one of the results of not reporting this kind of shit you know um when, when relationships go get get fucked up like that or when someone's being abusive to you like that um sometimes you know the best recourse is just to get the fuck out of there through any means necessary worry about the money later because you might not be alive to spend it um let's see what else is going on oh breakfast is getting more expensive apparently cereal is going up because of global warming Cereal lovers of the world may want to start stocking up now because the far-reaching impacts of climate change could cause the price of their favorite breakfast food to climb sharply in the coming years. Due largely to shifting weather weather patterns and extreme events like flood and drought, the prices of commodities like corn and rice are projected to double by 2030, according to a report uh, out Tuesday from Oxfam. As a result, some classic breakfast cereals are likely to get more expensive over the next 15 years. So all of a sudden, Rice Krispies, Frosted Flakes, can't go up there, Karen. In the United States, Frosted Flakes could be as much as 20% more, Karen. 20%. How are we going to afford this? 30% more expensive in the UK. Kicks could be up to 24% more expensive in the U.S. So all you people that like nasty cereal, you're shit out of luck. Had to switch to Raisin Bran. <laughs> Cornflakes could be 30% higher, which is for people that are too health conscious to eat Frosted Flakes like an adult. Ah! I'm trying to watch them, that sugar. Don't want, no, don't want them BDs. And British cornflake lovers, meanwhile, could pay 44% more for a box of cereal. So. Y'all can have all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, this is one of the offset, one of the changes, one of the climate change things, man. Um, I actually saw a video this morning of this funky cloud that looked like a tornado but never touched down. Hmm. And apparently, these things are happening all over the place because of climate change. I believe that. And it's funny though when you talk about climate change, America is so dumb because other places in the world. You know, they got scientists and all that stuff. We here in America go, fuck your scientific theories. It ain't raining or snowing or doing it right now, so it don't matter. What? A man. Let's talk about marriage, Karen. A man wants to marry his porn field laptop. 
I was going to read this yesterday, but I couldn't find the race of the person. I still haven't found it, so fuck it. We'll just read it as a regular article. Florida, of course Florida, because where else would this shit be allowed to happen? He should. He should be allowed to marry her, marry her or it or the laptop. You can't even tell the gender of a laptop. It don't matter. I'd rather you marry it and jack off on it and do whatever you want to. It won't fuss. It won't complain. A Florida judge has tossed out a bizarre motion from a man who claimed he wanted to marry his porn-filled Apple computer. You can have it, sir. Chris Sevier attempted to inter- attempted to intervene in a same-sex marriage case on behalf of other minority sexual orientation groups. So this is one of those assholes. He doesn't really want to marry his laptop. He's one of those people that's like, if gay people can get married, then that's, people going to start marrying their laptops next, and I'll prove it. I'll be the one. Oh, so he's not really in love. No. Oh, fuck you, then. I thought he was, like, really in love with it. Making a mockery of our system, Karen. Now, if you in love with your laptop, fine. Yeah, I, I'm serious. Like, if you in love, fine. Marry mm-hmm. it. You know. Marry it, run away, elope, get viruses together. Do it all. If y'all go on de- de- dates and stuff, fine. Mm-hmm. Karen's completely okay with that. Till Till blue screen of death do you part. Yep. Um, uh, but, uh, apparently you ain't bothering me and I don't got to fuck you. The judge said uh, the fouling is obviously an attempt to punk the legal system because he doesn't agree with gay marriage. Sevier claimed that after buying a laptop without porn filters, he became addicted to pornography, fell in love with his computer and preferred having sex with it over all other persons or things. Now, see, this is what's funny too. He's defining marriage and love as sex only. He says it didn't have porn filters on it, so that's how he became addicted to pornography. Mm-mm. That don't got nothing to do with nothing but that, sweetie. Yeah. Uh, you as can if, put those on now. As if you could just be like, I well, let me get some porn filters, or I don't know, not see porn today. Come on now. He says if gay people have the right to marry the, uh, their object of sexual desire, even if they lack corresponding sexual parts, he said, then I should have the right to marry his my preferred sexual object. I think you should too, honey. Marry it. I guess I should be playing uh, some some gay songs for ah for gay this music. Segment. I'm feeling sexy and free. Wait, did I already play this one? Uh, yep. Ah, oh, well, it's still pretty gay. I'm gonna say that, or you can pick another song if you want to. But you know what, baby? Mm-hmm. It, it, at least with uh, if you marry a laptop, you know her right buttons, control out, delete. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. You ain't got. You ain't got to guess. Yeah, I don't want a marriage with somebody I can just turn off. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's convenient, but um. So he says, um, I should have the right to marry my preferred sexual object. He, Sevier has moved to intervene, apparently asserting he wishes to marry his computer. The judge wrote in a ruling dismissing the motion. Perhaps the motion is satirical or perhaps it is only removed from reality. Either way, the motion has no place in this lawsuit. Uh, Sevier, who was banned from practicing law in Tennessee in 2011 due to mental infirmity or illness. So he might have some, uh, mental illness there. He has a history of weird lawsuits. He sued Apple for selling him a computer he now wants to marry. Tried to sue A&E for suspending Duck Dynasty's Phil Robertson. And is currently trying, <laughs> to, try, currently trying to intervene in Utah's gay marriage debate on behalf of those who prefer sex with inanimate objects and animals. So, yeah. Laptop marrying dude. Also, homophobe. Mm-hmm. How much do you have to hate gay people to be like, I'm going to fuck this laptop? That'll prove him wrong. Uh, speaking of getting married, the 300 Sandwiches woman got engaged at Sandwich 257. Oh, so she didn't get the 300. Didn't even need it, Karen. Good on you, I say. <laughs> Trolled all of America with that 300 Sandwich shit. Go get a cooking show, a fucking book. Uh, probably get a movie. Uh, rom-com starring Paula Patton and uh, I don't know who's that right white boo now that Paul uh, now that Paul Walker's dead some other white dude that can't John act John Snow yeah the dude from Jon Snow and Paula Patton are starring a movie together called 300 Sandwiches and all y'all gonna have been trolled and you're welcome a long time ago in September ha, a woman began a culinary that was a long time ago yeah, it didn't even take her that long, 300 sandwiches. I told you nigga was going to be eating sandwiches every goddamn day for every meal. You don't get tired of that. Like, I bury you, please. No more yeah. goddamn sandwiches. Uh, uh, her boyfriend, she said she started a 300 sandwich expedition for, so her boyfriend, uh, who said he would propose to her after 300 sandwiches. We can now report that the gimmick went bust when tired of counting, tired of eating, and tired of days that looked like the day before. Mm-hmm. The fully full man proposed at a mere 257 sandwiches. Ingredients arranger and journalist Stephanie Smith wrote in her 300 sandwiches blog. Oh, you, you, you think at the end, you know, they're going to break a joke in sandwiches we trust and bread we trust mm-hmm. when they get married. Uh, words cannot express how extraordinarily happy I am. Not because I have an engagement ring, but because I'm going to spend the rest of my life with the ridiculously amazing adventures with my soulmate. My mouth hurts from smiling. So mm-hmm. there she go, man. And, and his gums hurt from all that damn bread, cutting it. <laughs> that hard ass crush. You know, he had French bread and all kinds of hard bread. Like, it'd be like rock sometimes. I'm like, why do motherfuckers eat bread like this? Yeah, I guess if she's mad at him, she like makes him a sandwich or just like a piece of raw fish on it or something. Mm-hmm. No toppings. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't realize this. You know, as you get older, and you get more, like, that's a culture. You realize that all bread ain't soft. Sometimes you get that bread. You be like, this is a motherfucking rock. Who eats this bullshit? Yep. Well, um, she was, uh, she, she worked. All you people laughed at her. Feminists were 
upset so not all of a sudden we're like this is sad it's reinforcing the wrong things it worked she got her man she got her white man and now she's on her way to the promised land yeah good for her i just wonder if uh if he's like i won't sign divorce papers until you make 300 sandwiches that might be it mm-hmm. that's what i would do if she ever says this isn't working for me i'm like well uh, you need to get on them fucking sandwiches because uh, I want 300 more sandwiches in reverse order. If you want me to sign anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida State Republican lawmakers claiming that the Common Core, uh, that Common Core, which is this new like uh, public education guidelines program. Yeah, that is very strange. Yeah, yeah, he's claiming it will turn children gay. So that's pretty strange. I mean, no, I don't believe you're telling them gay. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I just believe the way it's designed is just very strange. Uh, according to him, it will turn you gay, Karen. So, yep. That's what them it kids will turn them, you gay. That's what them kids do when they uh when he go into the classroom, they be playing this song, dancing around, <laughs> flinging the papers in the air. Sit down, sit down. I will not. <laughs> do the math. It's the it is the math that's making me gay. Yes, it is. Um, Why am I watching your belly button? <laughs> Take that skirt off, Jimmy. <laughs> Why are your short so short, son? How do people like this get elected? God, this country's stupid sometimes. Comic Why core. do you have roller skates on in the classroom? I thought they were banned, sir. Yeah. Take off those short shorts. <laughs> yes. No, put the short shorts back on. I didn't know what you had on under there. Sorry. No, I didn't realize you wouldn't wear no drawers. Put, put, put them back on, son. Uh, it's Common Core's public school education guidelines program, but State Representative Charles Van Zandt is warning parents that's not the case. Designed to ensure that by the end of the year, students are at every students at every grade level know the same things. Common Core is supported by National Governors Association (NGA) and the Council of Chief State School Officers. But Representative Van Zandt says the American Institute for Research or AIR. A company hired by the state of Florida to help implement Common Core in schools has another agenda as well. Van Zandt tells parents to go on the AIR website, click the link for what they're doing with youth, and you will see what their agenda really is. They are promoting as hard as they can any youth that is interested in the LGBT agenda and even name, and even name it as 2-S, which they define as having two spirits. The Bible says a lot about being double-minded. These people that will now receive $220 million from the state of Florida, unless this is stopped, will promote double-mindedness in state education and attract every one of your children to become as homosexual as they possibly can. I'm sorry to report that to you. Off of a common core? Ain't this like math, English, science? As homosexual as they possibly can, Karen. Two-spirit is a term used by some indigenous Native Americans for gender-variant people. Uh, Think Progress notes that even for Republican Party prone to hysteria, Common Core has sent grassroots conservatives into an accelerated tailspin. Right-wing watch has a roundup of some of the most exaggerated reactions, including the Alabama Tea Party member saying a vote for Common Core will damn lawmakers to hell. The American Family Association warning that children won't survive the Common Core 
Eagle Forum saying that it will promote homosexuality and Representative Jim Bridenstine calling it socialism and World Net Daily saying it will turn America into Nazi Germany. Wow, what the fuck is wrong with people? They have a video. Well, I, I, I'd rather hear the Domino song and I'd rather see the kids do that than, than what y'all talking about. Uh, according to this, uh, did that sound a lot funner than your damn uh, Secretary core. of Education in Florida recently appointed AIR to receive the $220 million contract for end of course exam testing and to prepare those tests. Please go on their website, click the link to what they're doing with youth. And you will see what their agenda really is. Okay. They are promoting as hard as they can any youth that is interested in the LGBT agenda and even name it 2-S, which they define as having two spirits. The Bible says a lot about being double-minded. These people that will now receive $220 million from the state of Florida unless this is stopped will promote double-mindedness in state education and attract every one of your recently appointed This is why gay music gotta be good. You gotta drown out this kind of, this yeah. kind of nonsense. Jesus Christ. Yes. Dude's a fucking idiot. Listen, they gonna teach your kids a different kind of math that's gonna make them gay. So I'm gonna just tell you now. Uh, it's funner than the bullshit you talking about. And they will make them gay. Like, not just make sure that gay people aren't discriminated against or treat equality. No, no, they will make your kid gay. <laughs> They're not going to teach them that it's wrong to bully gay kids. They will make your kid the gay kid to get bullied. Mm-mm. Macklemore apologized for a Vincent costume. He dressed up in, uh, with a huge no hook nose, uh, a Jewish haircut and a beard. And then he performed, uh, thrift shop. And, um, everybody was like, hmm, that seems like pretty, Racially insensitive character of a Jewish man talking about cheap shit. Um, what the fuck? And he says it was just a coincidence. I respect all cultures and all people, he wrote. I would never intentionally put down anybody for the fabric that makes them who they are. I love human beings, love originality, and happen to love a weird outfit from time to time. But is this weird? I mean, that would be like if he dressed in blackface. And was like, hey man, I just like weird outfits. It's like people are um like it's more than just weird. Do some research. Yes. Um photos. got a team of people to dress you, sir. Mm-hmm. Um and people are upset because, you know, he was hoisted up as this bastion of li- liberal thought and mm-hmm. uh, you know, the change that rap needs and the maturity level needs to take and Yes. I think the song Same Love was kind of that, even though I think it was really more 
I don't think it's a good song. I don't think it's well written. I don't think, um, you know, I think, I mean, people have written us about the issues they have with that song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I understand all of them. I think better rappers could have made better songs, but they just won't talk about the subject at all. So we did end up with this motherfucker. Yes, you do. Representing. And, um, yeah, he, he fucked up. <laughs> uh, he messed with Jews. So I'm assuming his career is over now. So yeah, cause, uh, they got money. So you fuck yeah. with them. Them album sales gonna tank, sir. It was nice knowing you, man. But uh, it was. You talk about us, you, you know, you might get away with it, but you talk about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, uh, let's play our games, guys. I know that's what you're really here for. Um, we have a couple games we play here. Uh, the first one being a game that we like to call "Fucking with Black People." <laughs> Just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for the game that I hate to have you guys play. It's fucking with black people. Today's contestants are an uptown restaurant and a website. Um, so a man named DeAndre Upshaw and his group of friends were denied entrance at Kung Fu Saloon. Oh, said not Kung Fu Saloon. Kung Fu Saloon. I'll put a picture of what they had on in the chat, and you guys can see it for yourself. But Kung Fu Saloon was like they were not fans of uh, the outfit. Oh, wait. Why isn't this populating? All right. Yeah, that should work this time. Uh, they were not fans um, of these outfits, but you look at it for yourself, and uh, to me, they don't look dressed hood. Their pants aren't sagging. They're not wearing Timberlands. They're not, you know, there's no 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 big ass, you know, uh, anything on them. You know, it's just normal looking pants. Like the the pant the, the 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 pants don't come below their knee or anything like that. Well, apparently. Dallas resident DeAndre Upshaw launched a social media campaign against Kung Fu Saloon, a popular uptown Dallas bar with a self-imposed tagline, kicking butt and taking shots. Upshaw says... Ha! <laughs> what a lame name. Yeah, more like douche food saloon. Yes. Upshaw says the bouncer refused him entry on Saturday, Sunday because he was wearing Converse high-top shoes. But Upshaw believes he wasn't let in because he's black. Backed by social media, Upshaw has posted this, his story to Facebook and Twitter. SMU students joined in by promoting that hashtag, hashtag no Kung Fu, Kung Fu Dallas. Um, the hashtag's creator is Dallas resident Tiffany Robinson. She shared it with students from a handful of universities in Texas. Upshaw believes the bouncers changed the dress code as they wish, giving them the ability to turn people away inconsistently. Uh, Kung, yeah, yeah. I know a guy who was a doorman for bars in Charlotte, and he told me straight up, they were like, if it gets to me black people, I get in trouble. Like, they'd be like, hey, you let too many black people in. So I had to turn away black people for random reasons throughout the night. Um, their dress code is not posted anywhere, confronted spokeswoman Paula ba- Baylor. At around 6 p.m. Sunday after Upshot was turned away, he says he met eight other black people who were denied access that night. One couple was told no because the guy was wearing shorts. Upshaw says, I can see on the patio that everyone was wearing shorts because it was 85 degrees. 
in a statement issued by the bar the spokeswoman said they will investigate sunday's incident and take disciplinary action if they find the event was racially motivated mm, they, ain't they gonna do nothing it's them it's not the bouncer they tell these bouncers don't yeah. let in black people whatever you have to say no hats no tennis shoes no it's like even if you can look in and go there's a dude with a fucking hat and tennis shoes on right there they're just like well no it's different for you mm-hmm. uh, kung fu saloon is home to one of the most diverse crowds in the dallas bar scene the statement reads in part it is not the policy of kung fu saloon to deny any customer entry based on race or ethnicity managers at the bar did not return repeated requests for comment the spokeswoman declined to identify the bouncer and would not give a time frame for when kung fu will decide if it should take disciplinary action it's not they're not gonna do shit upshaw they, the one that probably told the dude to not allow you yeah. and the other people you talked to to get in there upshaw and his friends went to six or seven different bars near kung fu after being turned away upshaw was not denied access at any other bars he says Bouncers at Kung Fu Saloons in Austin and Houston have been accused of turning away minorities. In August 2013, one man told the Fox station in Austin he was refused entry because he looked, quote-unquote, ghetto. Another black man says he was kept out of Kung Fu in Houston because of the sneakers he was wearing. Upshaw says he'll be he'll find a new neighborhood to patronize. I'm not going to spend my time in Uptown anymore. Maybe that's what they want. I don't know. Yeah, 100, man. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. Like, it's happened to me before, too. Where it was like, uh, if I wasn't with white people, I wouldn't have got in. Yeah. Like, I know, you know, because then, like, people behind me, if they was black and they weren't with us, they wouldn't have got in. You know, like, yeah. So, Kung Fu Dallas, uh, 100 points for, yeah, for black you people. you get 100 points, Kung Fu Dallas. Um, I'm not even reading this article, but thegrio.com gets 100 points off the title of this shit. What Donald Sterling got right about blacks by James Braxton Peterson. Man, suck my dick. A hundred. Are you fucking serious? Oh, that title is so salacious. You self-hating motherfuckers, man. Y'all always looking. Who is DeGrio? Uh, DeGrio is, I mean, it's a reputable website to some people. They go around quoting it and shit. I never I heard of them. I don't read it, uh, really, and uh, I don't frequent it, but I think it's affiliated with MSNBC. But, uh, yeah. Motherfucker walking around talking about what, what, what was what was right from Donald Sterling. Like, okay, man, if you need uh, you need to hate yourself that much, man, that you need to go run to a racist and take. I'll just take his word for it. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's play our other game. Let's do this. And then maybe he didn't come up with the headline, so let's say his maybe the content of the article is great. Whoever came with the headline, fuck them, because I'm not reading it just because of that troll shit. I don't. I'm not getting trolled into reading your your take. Nope. <clears throat> now that it's time for some guest a race. That's right, it's guest a race time. Now that it's time for some guest a race. That's right, it's guest a race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all of podcast land where we read or plays news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants, this today, our audience, to guess the race. And audience is racist. Uh, Rocky Fisher and Jennifer Bell were arrested yesterday on suspected bank robbing charges. Mm-hmm. Officers picked up the pair in a motel room at the anonymous tip 
revealed that they were staying there. Mm-hmm. And they were spending a lot of cash at the local casino. Fisher's shirt reads, it's all fun and games until the cops show up. <laughs> Which seems to be pretty, uh. Accurate. Pretty accurate, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both were booked in the jail Sunday evening on suspicion of robbery, burglary, and grand theft for Friday's robbery in Cottonwood. Lewiston police officials say at, uh, they are investigating whether Fisher and Balf may also be responsible for bank robberies that took place May 9th and May 14th in Ontario, Ontario, Oregon. No one has been charged with those robberies. Uh, guess the race guys in the chat room. Hey, mammy, why don't you make me 300 sandwiches and I'll let you in my house white, says Leonard Brothers. White says Sparger. Uh, looks like everybody else is stalling out. They didn't think the article would be read that fast. Um, I'll read their names again. Uh, it was, uh, 35 year old Rocky Fisher of Nampa and 19 year old Jennifer Balf of Meriden. Um, all right, let's go back and see if they got any more. Uh, they took that Jay-Z and Beyonce on the run trade a little too serious. Black, bank teller white, Oregon didn't die of dysentery white, black. The correct answer is white. Some people missed it. They were white people. Next round. Um, there's a senior class vice president of a high school in Georgia. Mm-hmm. She might be about to get her ass banned, Karen. Uh-oh. hmm Apparently, there's fallout over her yearbook. Also quote. new at 11. A student says fallout over her quote in the yearbook is threatening to ruin her senior year. Channel 2's Carl Willis live at Mundy's Mill High School in Clayton County with what exactly she wrote and how it's being interpreted. Well, she managed to get this message uh, by the editors and all the adults. They didn't raise any red flags on this. But now, a week away from graduation, she after she listed these elements on the periodic table, they found out this message spells this. Paris Gray is a senior and student leader at Mundy's Mill High School, involved in sports and student government, a good kid by all accounts. But she says school administrators accused her of breaking bad with a yearbook quote. I think their reaction was beyond what it should have been because nobody understood it. She wrote, when the going gets tough, just remember to barium, carbon, potassium, thorium, astatine, arsenic, sulfur, uranium, phosphorus. That when decoded on a periodic table, spells a message to back that blank up. My first reactions was, ah! you are such a nerd. Basically, that was just me saying, start all over again. Administrators were not pleased once they figured it out. Paris was suspended, kept from participating in the senior walk, and she was slated to give the inspirational speech at the graduation ceremony, but says an assistant principal told her she was out. It's just, it just hurts. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> The 17-year-old plans on attending Tennessee State University in the fall, but she never thought her time here would end like this. She's not a class cutter. She's not a gang banger. Drug free. I mean, she is truly an inspiration. We reached out to Clayton County Schools, and despite what Paris was told, they say no decision has been made. 
Now, after we finished the interview, the principal called the mother, and school officials tell me that the area superintendent, along with the principal, will meet with the mother tomorrow morning. Reporting live in Clayton County, Carl Willis, Channel 2, Action News, Nightbeat. All right, guys. Also new at 11. Guess the race of Paris Gray, senior class vice president, and uh, science nerd, apparently. And she just said it out loud. Like, she literally spelled it out. So you literally had to be a nerd to even figure out what the fuck that meant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but, you know, people don't care. Um, well, once she started playing around, I mean, it took them so long to even get it. Yes. You know, but, you know, once motherfuckers start playing around, it's, it's a wrap pretty much. So, um, but uh, we'll, we'll see what uh, what everybody thinks uh, in the chat room for uh their guesses for the race um she clearly got it from a mama who looks good when she backs that ass up black (laughs) one who live tweets loving hip-hop atl and yells yes bitch yes when excited (laughs) black girl that thought she was white they were afraid a black woman would cure cancer oh White kid pulls pranks that blow up the damn school. Black kids get suspended for putting chemical elements in their yearbook quote. Dangerous, educated, blurred. She got that slow motion rodeo from a mama. Black. School to prison pipeline in action. Black. She's an inspiration. Quote, unquote, black. Correct answer is black. And all of you got it right because you're all racist. Yeah, that, uh... That what's funny is I don't know if she is even quoting juvenile necessarily because uh, she's so young. Does she know about that juvie? No, I didn't. You know, she might just be thinking this, like she said, reset. She might really mean it that way. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I still I still think it's brilliant code how she got it in there and how nobody noticed it and it was in the yearbook. And only a week before graduation where people like, hey, wait a minute, wait a goddamn minute. Girl, you're working with some ash here. You bag yeah, make a nigga spit his cash here. Yeah. It's last year, whole frown with your past here. Yeah. They mad yeah, you can put us in the jacket. Yeah. With that yeah, you can smoke a bag bag yeah. Grass yeah, get the money in the flash yeah. The trash yeah, I'm a big time nigga yeah. Who's tricky yeah, that a plain head flipper yeah, grave filler yeah. I'm a hood jam. It's all good yeah. Thank God she didn't put all this on the quote. Ain't that the truth? They must not heard the song. They still ain't heard the song, but you know, you know, this shit do go hard, dog. Won't you back that ass up? Won't you back that ass up? Will you back that ass up? Who is you playing with? Back that ass up. This, you know this song is the shit because it's so disrespectful, but girls don't care. That shit was like, you a hoe, ain't you? Yep, back that ass up. <laughs> I don't care what you're talking about. That beat go hard. <laughs> that ass up, you can find 
Jackson when you back that ass up. Call me Big Daddy when you back that ass up. Girl, who's you playing with? Back that ass up. Girl, you look good. Won't you back that ass up? You a fine motherfucker, won't you back that ass up? Stupid ass, yeah, make me laugh, yeah. Make a nigga wanna grab that, autograph that. I'm sweating in my jaws, yeah. Like a dog, yeah, break you off, yeah Get in mind with George, yeah Yeah, for sure, yeah You fucking with my nerves, yeah To the curb, yeah So, yeah, um, she got suspended <laughs> <laughs> I was some shit that it took them weeks to figure out you I know, feel like you know, I don't think they figured it out I think somebody told them I don't think they figured it out I, They didn't know I honestly feel like When they sit down with her mom And it's like, look, I, I just think she's a She's a senior She's vice president. She has a 4.7 GPA. She's been to, she doesn't miss class. She doesn't do drugs. She doesn't do, and they're just going to be like, okay, are you done? Cause here's what we have to say about it. Ah! Do you know about this song, young lady? I think you do. Yeah, they, they ain't gonna be they're not gonna, they're not gonna dance. Mm-mm. They're not gonna say none of the words. They're gonna they have just, a straight face. They're just gonna play this shit for four minutes and 26 seconds. It's last hand, hold fire with your pants hand. They're mad hand, you can ride in the jag hand. With that hand, you can smoke up by your bag hand. A grass hand, got money, y'all can pass hand. And trash hand. Oh, we know about the song. Yeah, see, we that's the thing. We know. I know you think we white, but we're older than you. And we dance to this. Ah! So we know about the song. Thought you was Patsy Clash, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> mm-hmm. They they really go, they gonna really they gonna turn it to my parents and be like, why don't you back that ass up back to the house? Cause you ain't graduating. How about that? Huh? You like yeah. that with your little hippity hop? Yeah, you thought the jokes were funny, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gonna be on it. <laughs> Look who's that for now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you want to graduate? Yeah. Now you late? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You get to the bonus round. <laughs> yes. Thought you had them grades? Yeah. Now you, now you stay, now you staying home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam Jones. <laughs> Double the points, double the race, double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race, bonus round of guess the race. Let's see if you guys can keep the streak going. Most of you are two for two. Some of you guys missed the first one. Here's one. 32-year-old man is suing a scripper uh, who apparently... um uh has some of his belongings he broke up with her and um she uh still has things that belong to him he says listen i need my shit back um oh damn the article won't play what oh, the fuck what's up with these <clears throat> articles let me see if i can uh find one that works hold on a second yeah. everybody it's too good not to have a oh uh, yeah the audio to it yeah you gotta have audio to this yeah i have no idea why I'd, it doesn't play on some. It's uh, here we go. Let me see if it'll play on this one. <clears throat> but yeah, thirty-two year old 
Houston man suing a stripper. Well, this might be a first. It's the first I've ever heard of this. A 32-year-old Houston man files suit against a stripper. Yeah, he says he loaned the dancer money and he wants it back. But she says, hey, there's no such thing as stripper refunds. Fox 26's Randy Wallace is live tonight from the Southwest Side nightclub where the couple met. Randy. Melinda, she goes by the stage name Naomi, and she says that about a year ago she was dancing here at Treasures when she met a man named Robert Wallace. Now, the dancer and comedian says they were just friends. But to Robert Wallace, it was much more than that. I have had situations in the past where customers have followed me home. I've had to move twice, uh, switching gyms, switching jobs. But having a customer sue her is a first for the statuesque dancer who calls herself Nomi. He was becoming a regular, and we did become friends. I really like him as a friend, and I still do. We had a dating relationship, and... Uh, on May 3rd, I, we had broken up. Robert Wallace says he loaned the dancer about two grand, and he wants it back, along with a laptop and some DVDs. I don't believe in loans because I don't... <laughs> DVDs! <laughs> Who the hell uses DVDs? It don't even matter. I'm just saying, DVDs made it into a lawsuit. That's great. DVDs. Give me all 12 of my booty. My booty. Uh... I want my 8-tracks. Mm-hmm. I want my goddamn cassettes. I want my Betamax. <laughs> I want my Betamax, all of them. All the Star Wars trilogy. I want trilogy. my LPs. <laughs> I want my 45s. <laughs> I want them all, bitch. Give them all back to me. I want my Walkman, the one that you don't got to flip the tape over in. Ah! I want to pay anybody back. I know how stubborn she can be, so after a week of waiting for, for her to return my things, uh, I decided to file uh, a suit to get my stuff back. Since the word loan doesn't seem to be in Nomi's vocabulary, and Robert says the cash and other items were not gifts, it looks like an out-of-court settlement is out of the question. I've given him gifts, too. You know, I mean, how do I get my booty and boobs back? Still, both sides say they've learned a lesson. Robert says he's not dating any more strippers. I kind of did kind of see it possibly ending this way. And Nomi says there's no such thing as refunds, exchanges, or rain checks when strippers are involved. No refunds in a strip club. I've even had people come up in there asking, oh, can he get a dance and they'll pay me back next week? We ain't got no layaway plans either. <laughs> nope. Now, there's no court date yet, but it looks Literally. like it will ultimately be up to a judge who decides... Who's right in this one, the dancer or the customer? Reporting live from Southwest Houston, Randy Wallace, Fox 26 News. No layaway. I don't even know what that would be. No payment ah! plan. None of just, that in the strip club, just in case you didn't jokes. know. Or especially in the champagne room, but I better no. stop right there. Yeah. Ah! Now who are we guessing the race of? Guess the race of both of them. Okay. The John and the stripper. Now they are different races. So guess the race of both of them. They were in a relationship together. Oh my God. He he wanted that refund. A Paula Patton Robin Thick situation, black reporter on deck though, says uh the on the spot reporter was white and the but they cut back to the studio as a black woman and a white dude. They was in there joking. She's black, he white, says Vanessa. Um black woman and white man, says Sparja. A cheddar who learned that simping ain't easy from a chocolate queen. Chonilla oh. couple likes to pick up black woman by call, by calling them chocolate. <laughs> we, 
we want we wanted to he wanted to get his swirl on like crazy eyes he she he white she black billy ho want to be wanted that ebony ho oh ebony and ivory uh the correct answer is he was white she He's was black. black uh so i'll give it to everyone Wilson says she is mo- ah. she is motor oil black and he's still your country act like it's theirs white. Oh, all right. Last uh, guess the race. Um, a professional server and model is being held a, a, on a million dollar bail. A million dollar bail after she allegedly tried to kill an old lady in Hawaii. Yeah, they got laws against against attacking them against attacking old people. Mm hmm. Honolulu, Hawaii, a 30-year-old woman is accused of intentionally uh, intentionally uh, trying to hit an elderly woman with her car in Waikiki and has been charged with attempted murder. Jill Hansen was arrested on Wednesday evening in Manoa after fleeing the scene of a hit-and-run accident at Kalakaua Drive Avenue. Police said Hansen followed 73-year-old Elizabeth Conklin to her Waikiki Tondo at around noon Wednesday. According to witnesses, Hanson hit Conklin as she got out of her car and then reversed to hit her again. It's like an episode of Snapped. Yeah, it is. Good grief. What did this woman do? The Honolulu Fire Department arrived on the scene at approximately 11.45 a.m. and found Conklin on the ground with cuts and bruises on the body. Hanson's bell has been set at $1 million. Shout out to that old woman for not dying. Oh, she was like, oh, I might die after this, but I'm be sure that your ass get charges pressed against you, bitch. She held on to that life. Yeah, she said, I will not die until I get justice. I'm sure it was over road rage and shit. It was like, hey, man, why you got to have your blinker on for the, you know, last 17 miles? And sometimes you can't get angry at these old people. I know I do every day, but I don't kill them. No, don't kill them. Okay. Sometimes you got to wait for the law to decide. I'm still hoping that Obama can, you know, squeeze that one through. If it, just keep your fingers crossed, everybody. Maybe we can get uh, those death panels after all. But I tell you what you can be doing is going out here and just killing random old people just because you get a little upset with them. Anyway, guess the race of <clears throat> surfer uh, Jill Hansen. <clears throat> surfer as a profession by the way not hobby surfer yeah. as a profession sparger says delicate white flower mm-hmm. i hear you will use her white woman tears as defense and will probably get suspended probation white wave says vanessa <laughs> white, oh. white wave yeah uh i just can't believe she couldn't just like get that zen isn't that what surfing is all about this zen like people that are all Nah, bruh. You know, and these motherfuckers out here killing people and shit. Um, possible white woman, <laughs> says Craticus. The correct, uh, oh, white like the inside of a coconut. Oh, my. Uh, the, uh, old head stole her weave. Oh, so, oh, stole her wave. Okay. Correct answer is black man downfall. Oh, black rob. Oh, Jesus. Come on, buddy. That's right. That's too close to home. Uh, correct that's his wife. <laughs> it was um, too personal for you. It's too close to home, man. The white woman is the black man's downfall, according to Black Rob. 
um <clears throat> so apparently uh we have some sword ratchetness stories to cover thugs use samurai sword makes sense that's what thugs do oh they do a samurai sword was alleged to uh allegedly used to hack off a man's fingers in aberdeen park oh uh, it emerged wednesday a 30 year old man had two digits removed as a result of a brutal assault in the northfield area of the city the victim named locally as peter o'brien is believed to be from liverpool this is london in desperate in a desperate plea to help the victim arrive for help the victim arrived at the door of a Northfield property soaked in blood to request assistance and uh wait I gotta get the digital edition to finish reading the story fuck y'all <laughs> people need to know about these sword stories and y'all out here bullshitting yes they are a Florida man bloodies his ex-girlfriend with the sword hacksaw and wind chimes oh shit not the wind chimes a 29 year old florida man is accused of trying to kill his ex-girlfriend with a variety of weapons late sunday including a propane tank a sword and wind chimes wait did we cover this dude i don't know I feel like i remember him doing this jeremy Bryant even bit the victim's nose and licked her face during the attack oh shit <laughs> what does she hear in the background ding, 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 ding. you know what the wind blows through and that's mm-hmm. all the damn nose i'm like ding 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 or maybe it's one of those uh, wind chimes that they use um, in the uh, Asian grocery store. Niggas. Ah! You think it's going bing, bing, but that ain't, that ain't what it's doing. Ding, ding, black people. The victim told police that she took some of her uh, belongings to her friends in the house in the Winter Garden that night because she feared for her life. Brian allegedly chased her, broke the neighbor's car windows, threw a propane tank through a window in the house, and disarmed a sword-wielding resident inside. Click Orlando reports. Brian then allegedly beat his ex-girlfriend and the neighbor with various items, including a hacksaw and wind chimes. Then he chased him with a sword. Brian is accused of forcing his ex into the car while holding the knife to her throat. Police say a car chase ensued. The victim was able to jump out of the car as it slowed, and Brian eventually bailed out too. The victim stopped for a red light, and then the female jumped out. I mean, the vehicle stopped for a red light, and then the female jumped out and ran back to the deputy. She was injured. She was bleeding and said she had been kidnapped. K-9 units tracked down Brian, who was arrested, but not before he sustained a dog bite to the face. In the face. That's what he deserves. Yeah, they was like, sick him. And them dogs were like, I'll get him. The suspect sported a tattoo across his chest that reads, death before defeat. Was charged with burglary, mm-hmm. eluding police, aggravated battery, kidnapping, and attempted murder. I bet you were saying that shit when that dog bit his ass. Tattoos that seem way cooler when you're just starting to date a guy. Yeah, and tattoos that seem way cooler when your life is not at stake. Yeah. Then later on, when y'all having problems, you be like, wait a minute, this is a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Got me jumping out and fucking moving vehicles. Yeah. Of course he'd take death before the feed. He's never going to lose an argument. The ex-girlfriend and her neighbor sustained non-life-threatening injuries, so. <sighs> Another case of sore ratchetness in 2014, guys. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Check out Tweaked Audio, guys. Make sure you, uh, go put code TBGWT in and get those discounts. Uh, we'll definitely try to do the, um, actual, uh, Dim Thrones tomorrow. 
hopefully patrice can and jessica make it if not we'll do it on our own we'll figure something out for you okay. guys but um we want to give you every chance to get the best dim thrones possible uh tomorrow's show will probably be at seven so like i said check the feed all that stuff will notify you make sure you're following us in the chat um until then i love you i love you too baby Mwah. <laughs>